0: You are locked on Cougars welcome into a Tuesday edition of the show and no we will not be taking a new job here on the podcast unlike Brian Kelly or Lincoln Riley but we are going to talk BYU football their bowl destination very much in question right now. Could the Cougars be going from Shreveport to Tempe? We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about the latest with the BYU basketball programs, both men's and women's moving up in the national polls. The women's team making their debut in the polls. We'll examine that. And also... Number seven, Taysom Hill himself, back in the starting lineup for the New Orleans Saints. You'll hear from one of our fellow Locked On hosts who covers him on a day-to-day basis about that decision by Sean Payton and company. So plenty to get to ahead on today's show. It's all brought to you today by our friends over at Sonos. Sonos is the official sponsor of ESPN's College Football. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. All right, without further ado, let's get rolling here on a Tuesday. This is the Locked On Cougar. Podcast for November 30th, 2021. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah, as the executive producer of DJ and PK in the morning as my day job, but I enjoy talking Cougar Sports with you guys every day right here on this podcast. We are free and available on all podcasting platforms, so hope you all are doing fantastic out there wherever you might be. A reminder for you guys, if you have not done so already, of course, it's uh, the spirit of Thanksgiving still going on. The holiday season is here. We're at the end of the month when it comes to November. If you have not done so already, just a quick request for you guys to leave us a rating and review, especially on Apple Podcasts if you have not done so already. We love those five-star ratings as well as your comments, what you like about the show or what you'd like to see improved. So thank you for doing that in advance. And if you have not done so, please consider doing it today. Pretty simple, right? All right, uh, let's get rolling here on a Tuesday and talk a little about BYU's bowl situation. Of course, they are waiting to find out where they will play their bowl game. Those will all be announced on Sunday around noontime, kind of in the early afternoon hours. And it's going to be a very interesting thing to see how it shakes out because BYU is currently contracted to play in the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. And obviously that bowl game lacking some star appeal. If UTSA, the University of Texas at San Antonio, was still undefeated on the season, I actually think that bowl game would have quite a bit of juice behind it. But UTSA lost in blowout fashion to North Texas on Saturday, this past Saturday to drop them to 11-1. and So that's not a bad game, but it does not have the same juice it would have if UTSA was still ranked because I'm expecting that they will fall out of the college football playoff rankings this week after 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 that loss, BYU, I expect to move up maybe a spot or two at the very most, keeping their very fleeting hopes of a New Year's Six Bowl game alive, but... As it stands right now, BYU currently contracted to play in the Independence Bowl, but I am hearing stronger and stronger rumors, and they're all over social media, that BYU could use the provision in their current bowl contract with ESPN to play in what is now known as the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Some of you may know it as the Cheez-It Bowl. The Cheez-It Bowl is now actually what used to be the Camping World Bowl in Orlando, Florida. Guaranteed Rate took over the sponsorship of this Bowl in the uh, Phoenix area it's held at the Arizona Diamondbacks home field so it's played in a baseball stadium but the one thing I like about this bowl game a whole lot more than the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl is the fact that it features the Big 12 or Big 10 The reason why BYU should and could be available for this bowl game to play in it is because if either one of those conferences, and as it stands right now, the Big Ten has nine bowl-eligible teams, while the Big 12 has eight. Uh, 7 bowl eligible teams I almost said 8 but they only have 7 so there are 16 bowl eligible teams between those 2 conferences and if they are unable on either side to fulfill their bowl obligations meaning they don't fill all their bowl slots they're currently contracted to have BYU can use the provision in their contract to play in that game obviously BYU's new new bowl contract will not be fulfilled in its entirety because it was a 6 year deal that was supposed to carry them to 2025 but BYU will be entering the Big 12 in 2025 2023. So this bull contract is only going to be in effect for two years. So there is no better time than now to take advantage of this opportunity to go play in that guaranteed rate bowl. Now, who are some of the potential teams that BYU could play in such a game? Well, let's just throw out some of the names. Penn State, West Virginia, Texas Tech, uh, Purdue, Wisconsin, Mm-hmm. Those are the type of mid-level teams that depending how things shake out in these bowl arrangements could end up in the guaranteed rate bowl from either the Big 12 or the Big Ten. Tell me that is not a much better matchup to see BYU paired with, say, Purdue or West Virginia than it is to see them paired with UTSA. It's nothing against the Roadrunners. I love nothing more than to tweet out, "meet whenever I talk about UTSA, because they have one of the best mascots in all of college football. They've had a fantastic season. Obviously, there will be storylines considering they played during the 2020 season in Provo. But if you can give me a Big 12 or a Big 10 opponent, that is more of the juice that BYU players, I think, absolutely want and more of what you as a BYU fan want to see when BYU plays in this bowl game. I'm not going to say it's a done deal that BYU plays in this bowl game, but due to the fact that it appears that either the Big 12 or the Big 10 will not fulfill all of their bowl obligations because they don't have their full complement of bowl slots currently filled with bowl-eligible teams that is going to open up opportunities for the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. That's because the Guaranteed Rate Bowl is towards the bottom of both of those conferences' obligations. Obviously, both of them have tie-ins to the college football playoff, the New Year's Six, but then it filters on down. And the Guaranteed Rate Bowl is among the bottom feeders, and figuratively, and bottom feeder probably sounds as the wrong term, but they're among the bottom tier of bowl games that those teams can be sent to play in. I think BYU and ESPN would be more than happy to fulfill a slot in that bowl game, obviously due to the fact that there are thousands, if not millions of Mormons living within driving distance of that game. Think about that. You can live here in Utah. It's on December 28th. Uh, you could drive down after Christmas. You go down on a Monday, the 27th, go to that bowl game, and then come back on the, what, uh, Wednesday, the 29th. Who wouldn't want to do that? I have family, extended family, I guess in-laws who live in the greater Phoenix area. I'd love nothing more than to go down there and spend some time golfing and enjoying the good weather rather than being sent to Shreveport. There is advantages to playing your bowl game before Christmas, which is what the Independence Bowl would be. You'd be playing on ABC on December 18th in a mid-afternoon game, whereas this other game, the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, is on December 28th at 8.15 Mountain Time on ESPN. So it'd be a late-night game But I'm telling you what, in terms of just sheer locale and the opportunity to get thousands of BYU fans to pack into Phoenix much easier than it would be to get them to go to Shreveport, Louisiana, I'm all for the guaranteed rate bowl. I think there are going to be some machinations and some uh, maneuvering to get BYU into this bowl game. I can't say it's a done deal, but I've talked to enough folks who are more in the know than I am who actually believe that BYU will end up in this bowl game to think that it's not anything uh, less than smoke. And where there's smoke, there's fire. So... Stay tuned. Anything else I hear, I'll be happy to pass along to you guys, but I think there is some good news on the horizon with regards to BYU's bowl opponent. All right, coming up here in just a minute, let's talk some BYU basketball. The men's and women's basketball programs are in the national rankings. The men's team obviously moving up from their initial ranking last week. The women's team getting their debut in the national polls. We'll examine that and what it means for both of those programs, and a little later on, we'll talk about some other news and notes involving BYU athletics, including Taysom Hill time in New Orleans. Once again, Ross Jackson from Locked On Saints will give you a little bit of insight as to what to expect from Hill as he takes over as New Orleans' starting quarterback. So more of that here in just a little bit. First, though, today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Now, if you're a college football fanatic, I want you guys to check out Prize Picks because it is the best place to play your college daily fantasy. And it's really simple here, folks. They offer more of the college football players in all different levels of football, whether it's the power of five or mid major players you may not have ever heard of. They offer any prop you can think of. Seriously, yardage, touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. And all you do is you pick two to five players in an over under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times back on any entry. and it's just you versus the projected numbers. It's not you versus X number of other people. It's you versus the numbers. Really, really, really simple. And entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy. They have an award-winning app that's available on your app store, or you can go to their website, prizepicks.com to get started there. More importantly, if you don't want to stick just with the college realm, you can expand it out. You can have mixed sport entries. You can take the over on a LeBron combined with the under on a Patrick Mahomes in the same entry. So check it out, my friends. That's prizepicks.com or download the the app today, and while you're there, get it take advantage of the 100% instant deposit match we have for you guys up to $100. Just be sure to use the promo code LOCKED ON when making that deposit to take advantage of it. You heard that right a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Just go to prizepicks.com or download the app now and use the promo code LOCKED ON. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at NetSuite. And my friends, this is it. The putt to win the tournament. You've all been in the situation, I would hope. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Disaster. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're relying on spreadsheets and outdated financial software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR planning, budget. Budgeting and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. Ninety three percent of survey businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to using NetSuite. Over twenty seven thousand businesses already use NetSuite, and right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one of a kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash locked on NCAA. Yes, you heard that right. Head to NetSuite. Suite.com slash on NCAA for special end of year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. That's NetSuite.com slash on NCAA. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all podcasting platforms and working currently on getting ourselves on YouTube, so stay tuned for that. But let's talk a little BYU basketball here for a moment. The men's basketball program obviously gearing up for a road game up the road at UVU tomorrow, but they will do so as the number ranked team in the country. Yes, you heard that right. BYU men's basketball is the 12th ranked team in the country. What a fly up the national rankings BYU has had. But when you have beaten the teams that BYU has beaten and done it in the myriad of ways they have done it so far this year, there's no reason to think that they are not a top 15 team. If you listen to Monday's podcast, and I hope you guys listen every day, honestly, I talked about how I felt like when these new rankings came out, they came out on Monday around noon, I felt like BYU would move up into the top 15. I felt like 10 to 15 was the range BYU should land in. Guys like Jeff Goodman out there think BYU is a top 10 caliber team. He had them in eight in his rankings, but BYU is officially the number 12 team in the country, and I think it is the perfect spot for BYU to be in right now. What Mark Pope has been building is absolutely special. He has been a master at roster building, using the transfer portal, high school recruiting, and just kind of mixing and matching and melding teams together. And I've said this on the podcast previously that I will never second guess a roster move that Mark Pope makes until he proves otherwise until he proves that I need to question it because I've had my questions through his first three seasons where he's putting these rosters together and said, "Okay, how are these guys going to really meld together? But he has a vision and he sees things. He's he's playing chess while I'm playing checkers. Uh, Let's just put it that way. I look at things and say, okay, that guy and that guy, how is that going to work? For example, T. John Lucas is a guy who's more of a distributor, very much capable of taking over a game and scoring. Who does that sound like? Hmm, that sounds like Alex Barcelo. When they brought T. John Lucas in, my initial thought was, okay, how is T. John Lucas, how are he and Alex Barcelo going to coexist? You're talking about one of the top players in the West Coast Conference, an honorable mention All-American candidate, a guy who is just absolutely lighting it up. Is T. John Lucas going to take too much of the ball over away from alex barcelo to allow him to be the player he is well so far this year alex barcelo has not been bothered one bit by that it seems like he has fit in seamlessly with t john lucas and lucas has been a revelation i felt like he won the game against utah on saturday with those two big threes late in that game kind of put the uh, game on ice it felt like he has been an absolutely incredible addition and byu is playing very very good hoops right now uvu is six and one i acknowledged that yesterday and they are going to be a confident team going into this matchup, especially considering they have played, uh, three of their wins have come in overtime. This is a team that has been used to playing close games but finding a way to win. Who's that sound like? That sounds like BYU. But I'm telling you what, UVU's talent base and BYU's talent base, two different levels. There's a reason why a 6-1 and one UVU team is not even on the national radar when it comes to getting Uh, national votes, uh, top 25 votes, whereas BYU is now the 12th ranked team in the country. The cool thing is now, uh, if you go by the AP poll uh, for both of these teams, BYU is ranked number 12 in both of those polls in football and basketball, and that's a really 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 cool accomplishment and I tip my cap to Mark Pope because he has done absolute wonders for this program. My only question right now for Mark Pope and his long term future in Provo is, how long is that future going to be? Because just like Kalani Sitake, the rumors surrounding BYU's foot, BYU football and their head coach even to a larger degree, Mark Pope is going to have questions asked about how long he'll be in Provo for, and we all know that Mark Pope is not a BYU lifer like Kalani is, so he may be more apt to entertain offers and whatnot, but that's a whole discussion that's for a ways down the road. Obviously, there's a long season still ahead of BYU, and they've got a big matchup with UVU tomorrow, and then obviously getting ready for Missouri State on Saturday. The good news is, is their compatriots over at the Marriott Center Annex, the women's basketball team, well, when you win two top 20 five games back-to-back in St. Petersburg, Florida, you're going to get rewarded and due to their 7-0 start where they have shown very, very well. The BYU women's basketball program is now the 21st ranked team in the country. So a palindrome for the men's and women's team 12 in men, 21 in women's, the palindrome, 12, 21. You guys got it. But congratulations to Jeff Judd, Lee Kamard, and the rest of the BYU women's basketball team. They are playing just as good a hoop, I feel like, as the men's team. If And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat this drum. You're going to hear me beat it time and time again until people really start paying attention. If you have not watched the BYU women's basketball team, you are missing out. I know some of you out there are like, well, it's women's hoops. It's not as exciting as men's. Don't give me that. Shaylee Gonzalez plays in an entertaining style of basketball. She plays hoops with a flair, a style, just a swagger that you rarely see at the women's hoops level, and she is lights out. Paisley Harding Johnson is a very, very good player in her own right. Lauren Gustin, of course, Porter Gustin's sister. You know him, currently with the Cleveland Browns, formerly of USC. Well, she's a double-double machine. You have got a ton of talent on the women's basketball side of things, and there is a reason why the women's basketball program was picked to win the West Coast Conference this year. They are that good of a team. Gonzaga in women's hoops has kind of owned the conference for the last little bit, similar To men's hoops, just not to the same level as the men's hoops program because Gonzaga, what, number one in the country. They did dip, obviously, after their loss to uh, Duke over the weekend. But the thing about the women's team is they are just as entertaining and, in many respects, just as good as the BYU men's basketball team right now. And it's good to see them getting their just due being ranked nationally finally this season. Some really really cool things are happening with BYU athletics right now, and I would encourage all of you to embrace them. I know many of you out there are huge fans of just BYU as an institution, an athletics department. Well, if you're not, if you're a football or a men's basketball guy or you're a woman's volleyball, I don't know what sport it is. I want you guys to expand your horizons. Look a little more broad and embrace some of these other sports because you are missing out on some high-level competition, some high-level play from these teams if you are not embracing watching them play because it is a ton of fun to watch the women's hoops team do work they play an entertaining style jeff judkins obviously he's brought a really cool uh, format and a style to byu and all he does is seemingly reload teams every three or four years he's got another team who is just lights out and right now he might have his best team ever and that's saying something because juddie has been there for a long time as the head coach of the women's basketball team much longer than he anticipated i'll be honest he always thought he'd get back into the men's hoops but he's very much come to be synonymous with women's hoops in provo and has been an absolute stud and a great coach for that program and just the epitome of steady that's that's what i love about Juddie. so Really, really cool things happening in hoops for BYU right now. So if you're embracing the men's basketball team, I want you guys to embrace the women's hoops team as well because they deserve that love. As I mentioned, they play an entertaining brand in their own right, and they absolutely should be on your guys' to-watch list if they are not already. All right, coming up here in just a minute let's talk a little more about BYU football, USC making an apology for a certain chant that was thrown out by the USC student section on Saturday. I don't think it's that big of a deal, but we'll discuss that. We'll also talk a little bit about the NFL. Taysom Hill taking over reportedly as the starter for the New Orleans Saints. Ross Jackson from Locked On Saints gives us his take on number seven taking over as QB one in Nolens. We'll talk about all of that in just a second. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Boost Mobile. Of course, you guys listen to podcasts with the power of knowledge, but you should switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you You can listen to all the latest episodes of your favorite podcast, just like this one, but also it has the power of three unlimited data lines for just 30 bucks a month per line. So your family can harness all of that brain power too. And all the power of one of America's largest 5G networks, you can do all of it at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge that you will gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out my friends. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G phone when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. That's Boost Mobile. And now a note, a free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere or for all phones and networks. See BoostMobile.com for more details. One more time out on today's show to talk about our friends over at BetOnline. Of course, they have had you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before, and the football season continues with their march to the playoffs. They remain, speaking of Online your number one spot for all the sports action you can handle this season. Head to their new updated website or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just use the promo code On to receive that 50% bonus. From basketball to football to NHL, boxing, and UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games online do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 seasons underway bet online is of course the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports bet online where the game starts before we go on this Tuesday edition of the show, let's talk about some of the goings-on in other BYU sports that we haven't talked about. Let's go back to BYU football for a moment here. And the University of Southern California's athletic department issued a public apology Sunday via Twitter for quote and an o- offensive chant that it says it emanated from its student section during Saturday night's 35-31 loss to BYU at the L.A. Memorial Coliseum. Uh, the chants were audible on ESPN's national broadcast. I heard them as I was covering it with hands old, so we both kind of looked at each other and chuckled. And uh, you all know what it was. It was very clear what was being chanted. And the thing about this is it actually blew up on Twitter more than I thought on Monday. And I, okay, let me be frank about this. I have heard much more derogatory things, I know relatively speaking, about the religion that I profess to be a, a part of, a guide that I served a mission for, and went out and preached the good word of that religion to people in Taiwan for many, many years. I've heard it in multiple languages. I've had it directed at me uh, personally. I did not take offense to what was said. I understand why certain folks would take offense to it because it's a very derogatory term that was used and it refers to BYU and fans of the university's football program as a group of people who, by and large, are fans of that program, but not all of them. I do know a number of BYU fans who are not members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. They just simply like BYU football. It's, you can't everybody in the same pot. We all know this. This this is very, very clear. The the thing about this was I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but seeing how it kind of blew up on Twitter, apparently a lot of you did think it was a big deal. I understand the ignorance that is out there with regards to members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints nationally, the perceptions of the faith. I, I get all of that. These students... They kind of went for a low-hanging fruit, uh, to use that expression, because Matt Brown, who we've had on this podcast, does Extra Points, the newsletter, he's a member of the church, and he actually pointed out, he's like, okay, if you really wanted to study things up, there are a lot more other things in the LDS religion that you absolutely could go after BYU for. Why would you go to just this this term or this chant as the one you're going to go with? There's a lot more fun and unique ways to go about it, but... I didn't think it was that big of a deal. So whether you thought it was super offensive and you are offended, but take the apology for what it is. The USC, there are very few athletic departments and football programs out there who would do something like this. This is the sign of respect, maturity, a a university that gets it. I have had things hurled at me in Logan and Salt Lake City that are far worse than things that were said Saturday night uh, at USC. Let me be be frank about that. I've been to games as a fan up at both the universities, you know where they're located, in Logan and Salt Lake City. Some very, very derogatory things have been uh, said. And you know what? It's water off a duck's back for me. I, I don't take offense to stuff like that, but if you do please accept USC's apology. I I actually thought it was a very, very kind gesture by them to say what they said and to to point it out. The official thing said the offensive chant from our student section directed towards BYU during the football game last night, this came out on Sunday, does not align with our Trojan values. It was distasteful and we apologize to the BYU program. That is very, very cool of USC to do. So, Accept it, let's move on, and hope it's someday in the future. Maybe the LDS faith won't be as big of a punchline nationally as it seems to be at times. All right, other notes uh, before we go here on today's show include Taysom Hill. He is going to be QB1 reportedly in New Orleans. Uh, the Saints turning to him after Trevor Simeon has been awful. Is that is that too strong of a term? Trevor Simeon, man. Whew. I know Sean Payton thinks he can work miracles, but Trevor Simeon, Not working a miracle with that, dude. I can tell you that much. But Taysom Hill is going to be QB1 in New Orleans, and it sets up a very intriguing matchup. On December 12th, the New Orleans Saints will be traveling to New York or to New Jersey to play Out there against the New York Jets at MetLife Stadium. And y'all know who the New York Jets starting quarterback is. We could have two former BYU QBs, Taysom Hill for the Saints, as well as Zach Wilson for the New York Jets squaring off head to head in that matchup. That will be a ton of fun, and I look forward to it. Well, I wanted to let you guys hear a little bit from a good friend of ours, a guy that I have gotten to know really well over the years working here on the Locked On Podcast Network, Ross Jackson, of course, host of Locked On Saints and Locked On NFL. Well, here is his take. on Taysom Hill reportedly
1: taking over as QB1 down there in New Orleans. A quarterback change in New Orleans. I'm Ross Jackson, host of the Locked On Saints podcast. And New Orleans Saints, according to reports, are looking at starting Taysom Hill under center after going 0-4 in their last four with quarterback Trevor Simeon. After those four consecutive losses, the New Orleans Saints desperate for a spark in their offense, and Taysom Hill can certainly provide that to them, particularly in the run game, especially grouped with the potential returns of Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, and right tackle Ryan Ramchick. With all of those pieces in place, the New Orleans Saints look ready to lean on their run game going up against a Dallas Cowboys team that has given up 11 rushing touchdowns so far this season and are allowing 4.4 yards per carry on the ground. For more on how Taysom Hill impacts the New Orleans Saints going into this game, his interesting contract, and everything you need to know around the New Orleans Saints, make sure you're checking in daily with the Locked On Saints podcast, free and available on all platforms, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day
0: thanks to Ross and of course yes if you want daily updates on the lead up to that start here for Taysom Hill this week for the New Orleans Saints check out Locked On Saints of course as he mentioned free and available on all podcasting platforms he is already on YouTube so you can check that out there if you so desire and Ross he does it right folks he is one of the best guys on this network a guy that I am really proud to have be part of the network and to call a compatriot and a, and a colleague of mine doing the podcasting that we do alright that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Cougars a big thank you for your support as always please follow this show on social media Facebook Instagram or Twitter search out Locked on Cougars my personal Twitter feed if you want to get my thoughts on all things sports over there including the absolutely insane coaching carousel going on right now in college football check me out Jacob C. Hatch and as always comments concerns advertising inquiries whatever you've got you can email us as well locked on byu at gmail.com is the email address until tomorrow have a great rest of your day thank you for making us your first listen of the day now go make locked on big 12 your second listen of the day obviously also available on all podcasting platforms it is free and really really fun to get caught up on all things there with josh neighbors all right that's it have a good one this has been the locked on cougars podcast for november 30th 2021 and we will catch you guys manana